What's good, y'all? It's your boy C Real Money Money. That's C dot R O double dollar sign. Host of the Nerd with Friends podcast. I'm joined today with my co-host, Codename Comet. Salutations, my fellow blurs, nerds, and peaceful herds. It's your boy Codename Comet. How y'all doing this afternoon? It is the afternoon. We both got this Monday off. Happy National Indigenous People Day. Fuck that nigga Columbus. Fuck Christopher Fuck Columbus. Say it with Fuck your chest. Wrong ass nigga. Real though. So we had this time to record today. And as always, thank you for tuning in. If you're a new listener, make sure you check us out on social media, Instagram, Nerding with Friends One, Twitter, Nerding W Friends, on Facebook, Nerding with Friends, YouTube, and wherever you listen to podcasts. Make sure to like, rate, and subscribe, as always. Today we are getting into our review of the Marvel series, What If. I'd like to, before I say anything, give an apology if my audio isn't the best. Need to get some new headphones. Um, Been having some little audio issues lately. Sorry for any listening um, aesthetics that might have caused you guys. Gonna get that fixed ASAP. But, But let's get into this review and I think there is no better way than to start this but to acknowledge that this is the last performance of the late, great Chadwick Boseman. Like, the first, my first experience um, with Chadwick Boseman was as T'Challa. My last experience with him is T'Challa. You know, definitely will be missed his everything he brought to the character, how hard he fought to make Black Panther feel as um, authentic as possible. You know, we did the Chang-Chi episode and we talked a lot about pandering, but I will say that Black Panther, I I never felt pandered to. It, It felt very, you know, for what it's worth, authentic to me. And I you think... Know, uh, you know, and, and, and while you're on that topic, I just want to chime in because I know I was a part of the, you know, the Black Panther was a pander. Uh, I actually went back and watched it. And, you know, the more I thought about it, it's there's a distinction between pandering to a culture and pandering to the comic book. Pandering to the comic book doesn't really exist because it's you're taking from the source material. So for for what it's worth, it's not that they were pandering to a culture. They were they were igniting a belief that was presented within the comic books of what it what it would mean if, you know, black people or the you know Africa wasn't taken from or if people like you know Massa Musa was able to really expand about uh, you know along the world things like that um so i eat crow on that one you know you know i i i am i'm a man of my word and it's only you know only right that i call it you know call it for what it is and i was on some bullshit you know i'm not gonna disrespect you know the the greatness of what chadwick bozeman brought to the table or what the greatness of uh what ryan coogler you know presented for us and um to bring it back to chad um, I don't know. I don't quite remember quite remember what my first introduction to Chadwick Boseman. I, I always want to go back to say it was draft day, and um, I just feel like 
the amount of realness that he brought to every role that he played in and to see him really take, you know, T'Challa and expand him to different types of T'Challa. Because I, 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 you know, when, we, when I first started What Is, I thought, you know, he only played that one scene or that one role. I didn't know exactly what it was going to be. But to see that, you know, you almost saw him play the role of T'Challa in, what was it, maybe two or three episodes? Because he was definitely in the Killmonger one. Yeah, Um, it was was tough to see him, you know, see him die in that Killmonger episode, you know, um, in the zombie episode, he survived. It was very similar to the comics where I think he lost an arm and a leg in the comics Mm -hmm. during um, the um, zombie arc. And... um, yeah, it was it was definitely tough, you know, knowing that this will be the last outing, but it felt good knowing that it was a character that was special to him. Right. I, I saved that episode to the to the fans and like I I think I watched one, three, four, five, and then went back to watch that episode because I realized what was going on. But I wanted to save it for the end because I mean I I it, when you get certain people uh, you know i i feel like your mac millers your uh your chat with bozeman's like there's certain people that you just are introduced to in your life that they just make a difference and mm-hmm. when you have that it's like you almost want to hold on to it as much as possible especially when there's a new you know you get to see something that he else that they've done so for for when i saw that you know knowing that that episode is there it's like you know what let me try to hold on to this as long as I possibly can so I can, you know, still see, you know, Chadwick doing his thing. I think um, I might have said it when we um, had our episode where we discussed his passing with Garrett and we did the fandom episode as well. But I still think the best thing that I remember hearing about Chadwick Boseman when it pertains to Black Panther was they wanted him to have like a British accent when T'Challa first appeared in Civil War and he Mm. fought them like no it doesn't make sense for him to have a British accent Wakanda have been colonized it's going to make no sense for him what happens when there's a Black Panther movie and everybody else has a African accent, and he's got this European accent. Wouldn't make any sense. So, I thank him for bringing in that logic, and I'm sure he did it in a way that really made them realize that hey, let's shut the fuck up. Let's get Ryan Cooler in here. Like he 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 knows what he's doing. Let's let's get some people who know. You know, and we shouldn't put our hands too much in this pot. Like, we're going to offend somebody. I don't think anybody was offended by Black Panther. And to that point, I think, you know, this was the first time that they actually backed the fuck off. Like, (laughs) and and to to see what it did immediately in the numbers and like what it did for for the culture, uh, not just black culture, but culture as a whole, they learned something. I think, you know, without Black Panther being what it was, you don't even get a Shang-Chi. Absolutely. R.I.P. Chat with Bozeman. You will forever be missed. Thank you for your greatness. But getting back to what if, 
not gonna lie, this is my second favorite of the Disney Plus Marvel shows. Yeah. I I wasn't expecting to like it so much. I looked at it more as this is going to be like some one if stuff. I saw it in the showcase. I'm like, okay, this is Marvel anthology. They got fuck you money. They just doing whatever they want (laughs) at this point. That's cool. Right. (laughs) I'm saying, but filler. (laughs) Right. That's what I saw it as. All right. I can watch it. I don't have to. You know what I'm saying? Something to go on, something, something Marvel and something new while, you know, Star Wars isn't hitting right now and there's all this other stuff that's just not here yet. Like, I'll just, I'll get through with what ifs and then episode one hits and it's like, huh. Well, even before episode one, it was really like that last episode of Loki when you see the the, the multiverse happening and on my head, I'm like, oh, this is why. What is this? Oh. It's like they just picked it up right where we like started to open our minds to ourselves. It's like, huh. And like, then it was like, oh, no, don't hold up, hold that thought. We got you. <laughs> in my head, it's like, this is, this all happened right after, or like while Loki is happening. Like, this. Yeah, is, it, this it is, made sense that way. Is, like, yeah. if, if that's how it happened, like, that would be the way that would make sense. Cause at that point, it's like even the watcher is a watcher alongside with us. It's just like, hey, damn, some shit just went down. Let me go check it out. Cause I think the other people gonna wanna check it out. Mm-hmm. And what I really liked about it is, it went back to the Marvel formula, but on a grander scale. Again, it was kind of like how we mentioned in Shang-Chi, like season phase four felt different, but at the end of the day, you still see it's the introduction. You've got these characters, mm-hmm. generic villain, like a copy of the of the hero, mm-hmm. battle at the end. And the way What If did this, it presented us with these different disconnected stories that at the end all tied together, which is pretty yeah. much what phase one was. Yeah. Just a bunch yeah, of separate movies that came together for the Avengers. It was like the origin story of origin stories for like multiple, like multiple different people. And it worked out. Um because I mean, I'm sure we're not dealing this in any kind of chronological order, but like when it gets to the very end and he says, you were selected, when you go back to their individual episodes, you understand why he selected those specific people. Give me one second. So looking at these list of episodes, um, some of the standouts to me were definitely... um, the one where Star Lord, um, T'Challa became Star Lord. I this thought episode, that was huh? episode two. Yeah, that that was a standout for me. Um, episode one definitely. I felt like that was one of the more like not logical, but it was like one of the ones that seemed like most likely to happen. Like, yeah, you know what I'm that, saying. That definitely could have happened. Right. I like I, I like how seamless it was it was just like one small change uh, in each of them but it was like that one was like like you said it's that situation could have easily gone that way it was the it, smallest it, of changes it was smallest the, of changes that's that's probably <laughs> and, what i liked the most about it. it was the smallest of changes it was just like she decided to stay down instead of going up into the right into the thing. <laughs> literally uh, and all that happened 
and that, and, that, and that was dope in itself. But and another thing I really liked about it is the immediate induction of Iron Man, and, and it turning on to to Steve. Like, what better way to start your Avengers team, but with Captain America and Iron or Cap Captain Britain and Captain Iron Carter. Man? Say again, Captain Carter. Captain Carter, excuse me, and Iron Man. Like this, it just fits. Um, I, I forgot what moniker he went by inside of the 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 suit. Yeah, it wasn't yeah. Iron Man. It was damn. I can't, I can't remember. But it was a great way. Like I like Hydra Stomper. Hydra Stomper. There we go. Like I, I like to think of. Um, Superpowers in the terms of hardware and software. And Steve had what it took to be a hero in our universe, or not our universe, damn. In the MCU universe, he got software. He got the injection. In Mm -hmm. this universe, he got hardware. Like, he's still out there. Like, you got to think. You have to be brave enough to get into this fucking machine Mm-hmm. Knowing the conditions he has, he's out here flying up in the fucking stratosphere, all the way up there and shit. Like doing all this, knowing underneath this suit, he is just a man. Right. Going out there and fighting in a war. And I think another poet, uh, you know, another thing about it that was poetic that is it showed that they both serve. They they both fought the same fight in a different way. You know. In, in two situations on, you know, for because of his 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 health, you know, his wellness and her being just a woman, you know, at, at, a, at the wrong time in history, they were both viewed as lesser and therefore they shouldn't be fighting. But both of them had more heart, more courage and more uh, fortitude than anyone around you and, it, and uh, anyone around them. And it showed and the fact that in this universe, they both get the in their in your case the hardware and the software to be able to fight together and save the day. I thought that was just perfect. Yeah, it was. Um, no, not the Agent Carter uh, and the you know regular MCU timeline. Like she did a hell of a job without fucking anything really Absolutely. besides her own wit and skills. But let's be real here. Getting a, a suit of armor or a super soldier injection is going to do some wonders for you. But and then like my my homeboy got frozen, so he's not dead. Like you know, that I, in itself was great. They implied so much that he's inside the suit. I see him. You know, he was kind of like the Bucky of mm-hmm. that universe where it was him that got captured and the explosion on the train. Maybe they did something to him like that. So maybe he's a little bit, maybe he's got some, some software now too and some hardware. Oh, I, I would absolutely hope so. So he needs it. we'll see, you know, maybe, bam, it'd be crazy. If like, he like is hooked up to the suit. Like he needs the shit to live now. Like, yeah. Like, you know, some iron lung type shit. Like, he's always in the suit and he's going through this stuff. Like, you know, I'm stuck in this suit and mm-hmm. he can still be with her, you know. And-, and, and, you know, that that in itself, like, I like that you said that because that would change everything for them. Like, if that situation as a Bucky, like, that's almost like Cyborg having to 
live this entirely new life. And then in that case, it's worse than Cyborg because at least Cyborg looks to some degree like a humanoid, you know, being you in this big damn Iron Man suit, (laughs) Iron Stopper suit. Like, yeah, you got Tony maybe able to help you out, but like, how are you going to get out of the suit for him to fix it? And then let's not even forget about the, you know, the world has changed and however. The world has changed so much. <laughs> like He's been on ice. Another thing I like that showed the connectiveness of the shows was the watcher and his narrations and how he gradually got closer to us throughout yeah. the, the episode. There was one instance where he got closer and then further away. And that was because they, they, mixed, they mixed up the airing order of the shows. Hmm. Um, forgot which episode it was, but if you go back for a rewatch, you'll figure it out. And hmm. there's also um, the missing show. So when you look at the the team, they had callbacks to every episode that has mm-hmm. that shown. You got um, Doctor Strange Supreme, Agent Carter, Killmonger saving Tony Stark, T'Challa being um star lord um the zombies the zombies was brought were brought back thor yeah. only you say did you say only thor the only child thor not no but that's another one and then you also have this one didn't get brought back until the very end but the the black widow from the universe where ultron uh destroyed everything yeah she was the only person and, left yeah, she ended up being sent to the world where the Avengers were killed before they really got started. Mm-hmm. You know, um, the Watcher said that I'm sending you to a world that lost his widow. And we see Captain America fighting alongside Captain Marvel with Nick Fury. And this is the callback to the end of that episode. I think it was episode uh, three or four. where. Yes. What if we lost the world's, what if the world lost its mightiest heroes? Right. And that one you see is the, I think it's Nick Fury's crazy week, uh, mm-hmm. what they call it. And it was Iron Man got killed when he got infected. Thor got killed. He got hit with the arrow. Hawkeye got killed. Everybody, everybody was dead. Hope blew up. It was a fucking mess. And that's where that widow oh, to help bolster their ranks, you know, because she was able to survive a universal apocalypse. Mm-hmm. Ultron wiped out damn near all life in that universe. So she I'm, a human. <laughs> I'm glad she got that fresh start. She needed that. Like she does. She she deserved that. If anything. You know, it sucks that she still don't get a Hawkeye in her universe, but damn, she, at least she gets somebody. She got a Captain Marvel who she formed a quick little friendship with in the final episode. I, I, that was their first time meeting, and Marvel did such a good job. I believed that friendship over anything I've seen in any DC crossover. Yeah, like that was that was <laughs> genuine. I was like, okay. I fucks with this. This makes sense. It's the end of the world. They picking up on the vibes. Let's roll with it. <laughs> I liked it. Uh, they uh, they did a really good job with the What If series. Like, I think um, like for what it was, like 
it really kind of blew my mind. Like I would have liked to see so much more. I don't know if they, did they uh, talk about a second se- second season or anything like that. Well, they have talked about a second season. Because like, that, that I wanted to bring up was they had to cut it because it was really ten episodes. They dropped it to nine, and hmm. the episode they cut is going to be included in season two. Now, why was that episode cut? COVID. I'm not entirely sure, like what part of COVID they they had to do it with them being recording, but something happened and they had to cut the episode. Okay. I'm not entirely sure if it was recorded or not, yeah. but um, we've seen pictures and stuff from it. Obviously, it's the one. Um, not obviously, it's the one, but Gamora is the only person that wasn't really accounted for. Yeah, she yeah. just kind of pop, pull, got pulled up out of. From what I, I, could, I need you. from what I could find, the episode would have played out something similar to this. It's the what if scenario. The Nexus event that changes is at the end of Avengers when Tony Stark sends that missile through a portal. He doesn't come back down, and the mm. missile hits Thanos' ship, and in this confusion. Gamora kills Thanos. That's why the Watcher called her the Slayer of the Mad Titan or whatever moniker he had given her when he saw her and came to get her. Mm. Continue on that Tony Stark would land on Sakaar and become a gladiator. They actually have the toys out for his armor, calling it the Sakaar gladiator armor. Hmm. Um, That's kind of cool. Yeah, and I'm not entirely sure how her and Tony Stark end up meeting. I saw some notes that said that she was looking for him for revenge, and I take that as maybe Nebula died when Mm. the the shit happened, and that was like her final straw, and she snapped, killed Thanos, and now she's looking for the person that killed her sister. But we're just going to have to wait until uh, season two comes out to it would make sense. figure out what's really going on. And what I really liked about this episode uh, is that there was a theory going on out there because Tony Stark had died and every other what if that we saw that Tony Stark dying was pretty much inevitable. And I like mm-hmm. this would have been the one that kept him alive. And it feels like it would have been a better Iron Man slash Tony Stark episode than the one where Killmonger saved him. That's where we got the extensive look at him. And I wasn't mm-hmm. a fan of that Tony. That Tony didn't know suffering. He didn't, didn't like that. Yeah, that didn't, he didn't know anything. He was just he was Tony. He was a Tony without like you said, yeah. I, I think that's the best way to describe him. He's a Tony that does not know suffering other than or he doesn't know uh it's not that he doesn't know suffering because he lost his parents. He doesn't know repercussions. There we go. Because he uh, th- throughout everything that he saw lost around him, he himself never went through anything. So he never had a need to change. And right. he didn't. He never he never saw what his weapons were doing. Exactly. They never because they never affected him personally. Right. And not only to other people, but to himself, you know, like the shrapnel didn't get to him. Like 
there's a lot to unpack within that episode in itself. Um, yeah, that I feel like that one gave us the craziest fucking Killmonger we will ever get. That nigga is nuts, bro. Killmonger is essentially the worst version of Malcolm X. Yeah. I'm not somebody who likes to dabble in extremes, lean one way or the other way hard, because an extremist is an extremist. <laughs> and what we saw was full-on extremist killmonger by any means. <laughs> by any means, he was taking you out. Like you didn't have anything, have to have anything to do with the situation. He was always scheming on something. The minute he touched the Ultron head, he had a plan. And just to I'm glad you brought that up because it's not even, you know, the killmonger in the main MCU timeline, he seemed to be wanting to do it for, honestly, for truly, the betterment of Black people. Yeah, he had a reason. He, he, he was all right still. It was just he didn't like the fact that y'all had all of this stuff and you're not doing anything about it. Right. This Killmonger, he, he went through some crazy lengths to to get to where I don't even know how to really put it in words. Just like it was it was far beyond what you needed. Like it's a difference between wanting to fix the world and wanting to rule it. And yeah, I, I like he'd it. already got what he wanted. But in his defense, he was about to get fucked up before the watcher got him. I feel like Sherry and Pepper, they had some, they was going to put it on him. They were ready. They <laughs> had to get him to fuck up out of there. They was ready to take that Coming nigga down. for blood on that, you know what I'm saying? Oh, uh, you know what? Now that you mentioned that, like, so moving forward, like, thinking about season two, there's a couple of things that were kept, were not necessarily resolved. Like, oh yeah, there's um, there's definitely a few. My um, my favorite would be Zombie Thanos. Yeah, you know, uh, I don't know how he got to Wakanda. I don't know how the zombie virus got to Wakanda. Right, but zombie yeah, Thanos is there. Was, my nigga was ready and strapped. So yeah, zombie, zombie Thanos with what um, five Infinity Stones. <laughs> Yeah, because yeah, even they even took like his only threat would have been Wanda, and they took Wanda out of there. I so mean, they kind of they saved Zombie Thanos in a way if she didn't kill that nigga already. No, nah, because remember it ended with Spider Man, uh, T'Challa, and Ant Man's head going to Wakanda after. And then Wanda, Wanda died because she came from that. Remember, he dropped all the zombies. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Like, so like they that's what I'm saying. They in a way, like that would have been the only thing that could have dealt with that zombie Thanos, and they pulled it out of there. Yeah. So should, he should have dropped zombie Thanos on him. He should have dropped zombie Thanos on him. I mean, everybody said they like it, I saw an article the other day. It was talking about Kang. I don't know how, like, it wasn't one of them bullshit screen rants or anything, thing like that. It was talking about how 
Kang will go to any like with despite all of his powers within time and his abilities to go from time to time, he still avoids Thanos. So maybe they just like, you know what? For to drop Thanos in here, then we'll have to deal with Thanos. But let's just deal with this nigga first. Yes. <laughs> At least Wanda's crazy. Like, and when she sees him, she she got a mission. So season two would definitely be interesting. Uh okay. I also like the way that the last episode played out. I was kind of worried that it felt very fast paced. I wasn't expecting. Let's, let's, let's talk like this. Let's talk about the visuals real quick. Beautiful. Oh my gosh, bro. The fight scene, bro. Like Beautiful. that point where you're just talking about, hey, just don't give him a second, just some point to point. And just like the, the combos, like how they just really got pulled together and already knew each other in a way, bro. That shit was so, it was like one of the dopest, I got, you've seen One Piece now. It reminded me of the Straw Hats fighting together. Mm-hmm. Like that's like, that's the amount of camaraderie and like uh, in, in uh, synchronicity was in this, these fighting, fighting. And I, I like the combos with um, Widow and Captain Carter when they had the shield. Yeah, busting that nigga shit. Thanos, <laughs> just going back and forth. Not Thanos, Thor's hammer uh, being copied by um, Doctor Strange Supreme. Yeah, shout out to, shout out to um, Thor too. If you didn't notice, his science tattoo come. It's still there in the animation. I, I like that attention to detail, something most people probably didn't care about him right. getting tattooed, it, even carrying over. I also like how he just, his battle cry was Vegas. This, right. he wasn't he not fighting for all of um, Asgard Midgard. anymore? No, it's not all of Midgard, just Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> but Vegas. Oh, shit. Like, they did a really good job. Yeah. Oh. And I'm not going to lie, I was really concerned at the end where they had um, Zola be the one to kind of stop Ultron. I, oh, like, I knew immediately like, he was gone. Oh, like, yeah. like, this nigga's not good. Yeah, exactly. It's like, why y'all can give this nigga power? <laughs> Never trusted Killmonger's uh, character. Was very curious to why they even brought him. Like, I understand, like, his skill set is different than T'Challa's at this point, but it's like, why would you you watch you watch this watcher? You know, so you know what he does. Like, why are you doing? And you know what? Maybe to some extent, he realized, hey, bro, that's a problem that I let happen. If I'm gonna do something and make these changes, let me do something about everything and make it like at least okay. Because if you think about it, he all of the things that really were bad in a sense, even Doctor Strange Supreme. Um, who you know had a sense of you know reprieve? He's just watching them fight now. I can't remember who that was. That was Killmonger and Zola, right? Mm-hmm. So like you you take the the worst parts of every world and you you stick it in one realm. So like maybe that maybe that's why he brought him there is just to to deal with what he what he watched like could turn into the next. Um, Big, big bad thing after watching what Ultron did. It's like, oh, nah, 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 nigga. I got to get uh, this nigga out of here, too. If I can make sure, if I can watch him a little closer, he going to do what he do. And then I got the best of the best. They'll take care of him. Because I think at the, at, I think the wildest card is Dr. Strange Supreme. Absolutely. And at the end, of, like that's the strongest person on their team, too. 
So like it, it really helped that he allowed Strange, Strange Supreme to go to the very, you know, pits of his like feelings and go to the point where he like, even though he's taken in all these demons and kind of become this this dark person, he understands how he fucked up. And he'll do whatever it takes to get out of that, at least for a little bit. Spoiler alert. Um, if the rumors are true, Doctor Strange Supreme is going to be showing up in the Multiverse of Madness. Really? Yeah. I, awesome. I don't want to talk too much on, like, you know, speculation and stuff yeah, like that. It's, it's pretty far out there. But they are saying that he's trying to... He's not going to be on the good guy side. Oh, of course not. Oh, <laughs> that's, of course not. Um, that's kind of where we're at, where, you know, like, I think about, um, it reminds me of Professor Paradox and um, Ben Chan. He mm-hmm. said um, once he first got lost in time, he went crazy for like a couple million years, and then he decided to be sane again. <laughs> because when you've got nothing but time, that kind of mm-hmm. happens. And I feel like yeah. we're going to get Strange Supreme. It's going to be the part where he's tired of watching this. Like, you know. And then also, he's got five Infinity, six Infinity Stones. I was say, he's got six Infinity Stones right in the palm there. of his hand. <laughs> right there. Like, so. got the whole world essentially in the palm of his hands. <laughs> like, he could do whatever. If he learns, which he's Dr. Strange Supreme, he is is the reason why they pulled him out of there. Right. I, I wouldn't, I mean, I'm not against that. Like, if if Doctor Strange's ultimate villain at the end of the Multiverse of Madness is himself, I, I mean, I'll take that over Mephisto. Yeah. I'm, uh, I, 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 I would like them to hold Mephisto like Thanos. That's not a character that you just let one person deal with. Like, that's something that your whole, that's, that's, to me, that's for the Midnight Suns. And you got to be able to go rated R around then. So hold that until you can do that. Because that's Blade, Midnight, or no, Moon Knight, The Punisher, and Doctor Strange. Like, come on, bro. That could be a dark-ass movie, especially with them already kind of pushing the limits with what they said they were trying to do with uh, the X-Men bullshit. And well, then... Yeah, they said... um the multiverse of madness was supposed to be like a horror film. Can you imagine a live action version of Doctor Strange Supreme and like that demon form? Um, that shit would be that shit would be pretty damn demonic, bro. <laughs> like, I and I would and and I feel like they could definitely produce that. Mm. Like, oh, they got money. They got money. You know what I'm saying? They got, <laughs> they got money, money, bro. Like. If you're talking about like seeing a horror film at its heyday, like the way that horror films are supposed to be, like imagine like like Insidious is dope and all, but it's still kind of cheap in some ways. Like it took a minute for that money to start hitting for real. Like you remember like the first from the first uh, paranormal activity to the third, like how much money, how much better it looked. Even the second one, yeah, that's, that's what the baby teeth. Can see the baby yeah, teeth. Yeah, it did. <laughs> Yeah, oh, man. man, yeah, uh, top show, top show for me, man. Um, I hope that I feel the same way about Hawkeye and the other shows coming out. The first two, um, you know what I'm saying? 
WandaVision was whatever. Um, Captain America, Winter Soldier. That one, I'd like to see that. I'd like to see that show without any of the edits uh, yeah. because of COVID. I'd like to see the full story. Loki, out of the park. You know, kudos to Tom Hiddleston. Uh, I think I really I got I. What if it was it was it was great though. I I really enjoyed this. I'm looking forward to season two of What If. It did that thing for sure. Yeah, it's a hit for me, man. You know, um, I can't remember what I gave Loki uh, on a scale of one to five. Maybe I gave it a four and a half. I give What If a solid a solid four. You know. Eight out of ten. Um, would love to see the missing episode. You know, there are some episodes. I think the worst one for me was that one where Hank Pym killed the Avengers. But I see how it fits into the grand scheme of things. Mm-hmm. But I feel like it could have been done better just yeah. because of, you know, the reasonings. And this was one where unlike the first episode where there's just one little shift, even in the episode with T'Challa, like there's just one, shift. one, yeah, there's one little shift. Picked up a different kid. But yeah. Like this, this was a lot like having um, Jane be working for shield and all this shit already. Something that most people probably wouldn't have picked up on. The MCU really does not like Hank Pym. It might have to do with how shitty he was in the comics, slapping his wife and shit like that. <laughs> but he was the cause of the zombie universe. He was the one where there's no Avengers. And he got really no good light shined on him in any of these. Pretty shitty in the MCU movies, too. Hey, Brad, I'm telling you, he is finna die. Uh, I wouldn't mind it. I I'm honestly, tell you, bro, he, I honestly he's gonna die, bro. About to take this nigga life. I would. They can't mind pay for Michael. They can't. They can't pay for bread no more. But they don't want to pay for bread no more. Uh, that's fine with me. <laughs> I'm good. I'm good with it. Yeah, I will lose no sleep. So we we're good with uh, what if good series. Looking forward to season two. Uh, and after this word from our sponsor. We're going to get into our own little what ifs. We'll be right back after this. We're back. Welcome to the Nerding with Friends podcast. It's me, your boy, Zero Money Money, and then with my dog, Code Name Comic. What's happening? What's happening? All right, all right, all right. So the big question is what it what do you have? You know, what would you have wanted to see in your what if series? Like, what what's your uh Five episode what if series. Five episode what if series. Um, so I talk about this all the time. I would have liked what if Iron Man fought the real Mandarin. Okay. And I feel like I would love to see Tony go through his PTSD and mm-hmm. it still be dealing with this element he doesn't understand. Because mm-hmm. in his first two movies, it was all about science. He f- almost dies fighting aliens and magic and stuff and Avengers. And then mm-hmm. in Iron Man 3, you kind of go back to that, to where 
it's he's going through this PTSD because it's all this stuff he doesn't understand. Push that narrative. Keep going with that. I don't know what what it would have been because there was always some type of um, ten rings faction going on. Yeah, but, yeah like they they definitely included the the Mandarin's crew in there early, so it seemed like they were on their way. Right. So that would have been my first one to to see how Tony could really overcome. Mm-hmm. His, his his actual trauma what's going on because we still don't know like is this magical is this science related it's something that he doesn't know and it could kind of tie into the ending that people were hinting at um they they were saying that at the end of iron man 3 that iron man is going to fly off into space and meet the avengers i mean the guardians of the galaxy Maybe that happens in this version of what if, like, you know, there's a whole world out there. Let me go explore it. And he runs into them. I think my first one would have would have been something like what if Uncle Ben died at the Stark Expo? And what it would have been like, you know, how they say that Peter Parker was that kid in this Iron Man 2 with a hand. Like, what if uh, he died, you know, instead of that happening? Tony seeing, you know, Uncle uh, Uncle Ben die to his creations and now becomes, you know, his, you know, Peter Parker's like, you know, guardian angel type shit and just kind of watching him from afar, almost like a, a Batman to a um, Terry McGinnis type. And uh, his journey of spider-man happening as the iron spider as opposed to you know becoming spider-man first so it's like all the the stuff we know him fighting all of that stuff we've seen in the you know the because that sam rainy spider-man movies like all that stuff basically not happening it kind of going with more of like a modern take and him fighting like kind of the sim- like similar villains but with a with the help of the avengers immediately as opposed to it being like a second off thing. Hmm. Uh, that's an interesting take. I don't think Tony would beat himself up too much. It weren't. It wasn't his inventions. It was. Um... Oh, I know it wasn't his, but in this case, I would make it. I would have made it where it's like it was literally something that he tried to. Like it, it would be like that Tony who's still kind of abra- you know abracious. I don't know if I use that word right. Um, and at this point, this would be the change for him as opposed to everything that happened like you know, before. So like this would be the re- like the point where he's like trying to be a better person. Mm-hmm. And at first I would make it where it's like Peter Parker is like, nah, man, I know the kind of person you are. I don't trust. I don't I don't be- I can't believe like you're doing this for the right reasons. And it have to like grow into like a way better relationship. So it'd be like more about. Peter Parker as opposed to you know Peter Parker having to grow into like trusting this dude because of all of this shit and then then it might even be where it's like you can lead it into well Tony Stark created all these demons now he has to deal with that from the you know another you know perspective all right, all right this shit down I got I got another one for you what you got what you got what if Hulk and Thor participated in Civil War. Mm. 
West Side. Yeah. Would they, the would they be on? Is the question. West Side would they West be on? West Side would they be on? Because. Would they be on opposite sides? Or they would definitely be on opposite sides. Do I you, think. Do you think, though? You I, think? Yes. This, this is like, I would think because. For the re- for the pr- simple purpose, it will that, make sense for them to be on opposite sides just so they could fight each other. Right, but I'll Thor wouldn't Thor wouldn't be down with the government trying to tell them what to do. As a god, he would think that would be beneath him. Whereas Bruce Banner, who's the Hulk, who completely understands what it means to get out of control, would be to some extent. No, he still wouldn't be on board with that because he doesn't want the government controlling that. No, bro. Like, if they were there, you, you would have to add you, them. bro. You trying to tell me he would have sided with General Ross? That's what I'm saying. It wouldn't have happened. No, so I don't. It's hard for no, me to believe. But it's hard for me to believe that Thor would have sided with Tony and the government because he don't trust the government either, any more than Bruce Banner would. So I feel like they would have to actually add people in order to deal with them. I could see, I could see Thor working with them in a sense of how do I put this? Him, something he said in the first Avengers movie, and it was, you know, by messing with the Infinity Stones, you showed the universe you're ready for mm-hmm. battle. Yep. If if Tony could spin this to Thor that this is for the betterment of the planet as in things will be regulated to where Earth will be safer, he kind of plays on those heartstrings because at the end of the day, Thor is the protector of Midgard and okay. he want to protect Earth. I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you. But Jane would have to be a part of S.H.I.E.L.D. Jane, and she would have to be on board with that as well. Jane would be a part of it. Yeah, I, I do think, I don't know if they actually bring her in, but I think the same way that the woman played on Tony's emotion by talking about her son, I think mm-hmm. it would do that to Thor, talking about Jane, uh, Dr. Selvig, uh, Darcy. I was just about to say, what if, what if, Selvig or Darcy dies. If one of them dies, he would be on board immediately because he would completely have he would completely have an understanding of what that means and how that would do they it need too. to be held in check. I don't want them to die, but that would do it. <laughs> yeah, I say I don't want them to die either, but that that would definitely do it. And then uh, but have... if they were, I would be completely on board with them actually joint both joining. Uh, Steve and then actually going with the the kind of approach that they went through in the comics and the Civil War within the Civil War, you know, they didn't just have it wasn't just a heroes versus versus, you know, heroes type of thing. They had villains, too. Uh So some of those villains were paid. So what if they bought in like a crossbones and an abomination? I can see abomination, uh, you know, already dead. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Crossbones. No, crossbones wasn't dead at this point, was he? Crossbones. Yeah, he died at the beginning of the movie. (laughs) But yeah, Abomination. See them bringing Uh, in Abomination. I was thinking um, with um, Black Widow being on uh, Tony's side, and you know 
you know, they had set up this whole stupid love thing between them. She could be the one to kind of handle Thor. I mean, handle Hulk because yeah, she could be trying to calm him down, basically trying to revert him to Banner, right? While others are attacking and he's going after them, and Vision and Vision and Thor would be my two going at it because Vision showed up a little bit later to the fight. That is true. He did show up later. He was the he was the um, wild card. Right. Like he was definitely Tony's heavy hitter. So and that would be a, you know what you I like that because then you're putting science versus magic which is a better fight. Mm. Go ahead, you next dog. Um I, that was a, that was just such a cool. <laughs> um <laughs> Let's see, let's see. Uh my next one would once again be uh, sort of Spider-Man related, but, and I don't know if this has happened, uh, but what if the symbiote attacked the X-Men? Oh, you're talking about some season two shit when they, now that they got all their shit together. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, operate. so, the way I would have it happen, where it's like, Wolverine, you know, the you remember the second Avengers situation? So I would pit it because this would have to happen at the end of what we see. So let's say the second Avengers situation happens where they're getting these sideline Avengers and if Spider-Man's one of it and Wolverine's one of them. So within all of this happening, let's say Venom shows up and there's a symbiote just out in the distance. While all of this shit's going on, symbiote gets on wolverine tries to get into wolverine but can't because of just what wolverine got just going on in his body it's just not a regular not a regular ass dude but it stays on him instead wolverine goes back to the x-men tower or x-men home and that bitch hops off uh-uh. jumps on nightcrawler uh-uh. and Slowly, just starts to you know go around the rest of the go rest go around the rest of them. Now everybody in so you're saying it's one symbiote or is it like it's just like the the symbiote thing? You know how because remember before before this Venom movie, it wasn't like a symbiote was a entity that turned into this thing. It was like more of a symbiotic being that could dissipate and expand to multiple things. So it would basically be almost like a, almost like a parasite. And it's just looking for a host as it gains a host grows, dissipates, gains, and just keeps expanding. Where it's almost like- I'm not entirely sure that's how it works. I think it attaches to one person and it sticks on that one person, but it reproduces. That- when you say when you say reproduces, what do you mean by that? Like asexually reproduce. Like oh yeah, then yeah, that's so, kind of how it would be. So you so you're talking about the symbiote attached to somebody, and then they have like symbiote babies, and they go out. Mm-hmm. Right. But I think it, at that point it would have to be someone. It would have to be on some like gene got it. Like gene or like gene gray got the you know. You know, he goes to hug Gene and it hops off of him and jumps into a pregnant Gene Gray. 
Oh, pregnant Jean Grey. But that's as far, about as far as I got with that one. That one's kind of just out there. I just want to do something. I just feel like the symbiote needs to be. If the sim, I feel like if the symbiote got to them, because at first I thought about what if the symbiote got to the Avengers, but I feel like that happened. Hmm. But to see the symbiote go through like the X Men with the mutant gene, you might get a, a whole different type of mutation altogether. Because what if the symbiote joins, hops up on somebody like the Beast, kind of done for, or Colossus? Colossus would be a good one. Dodge right. Professor Xavier. Per, bruh, that would be the worst, honestly. A smart fucking symbiote with the with the abilities that he has. Shit, you can just call it a day at that. All right, I got one. Um I'm doing a lot of Iron Man centric ones. I'll make this my make this my last Iron Man centric one. Okay. That'll be my last Spider-Man. <laughs> What if Pepper uh, kept the extremist and she was able to be a hero with the extremist? There, she was able to master that, and she kept all the abilities. Uh, she wouldn't have. Well, I guess she still could have had the suit that she got in um, Endgame, but you know, like I feel like. Pepper would be a step above Black Widow and Hawkeye with, yeah. with those type of powers. Yeah. I mean, you got to think about, you know, she would have been there to fight an Infinity War when Corbett Glavis came. She would have been there for um, Ultron. Yeah. Just, you know, just the extra manpower that would have been available. I mean, she was she was one of the three that was able to shot shoot back Thanos. Granted, she was alongside two other women, but she was there. Yeah, I I just feel like you know her having a little bit of an expanded role might be able to do something. I got two more. We got two more left, right? You're you're next. Um, shoot, I was going to ask you two more. I don't know if I have one yet. Uh, I got I I can roll with my next. Go ahead, go ahead. What you got? What if the defenders showed up and um, between Infinity War and Endgame? Damn. I'm talking. Yeah, that would have been so much better. Punisher with Hawkeye. I could see them really bonding, losing their families. Punisher, hey, we're going to get this done. My family's gone. Yours has uh, a chance to come back. Um, Daredevil interacting with Tony Stark, you know, one's a man of the law. He's upright. The first movie, I Am Iron Man. Daredevil is really the only person in the MCU with a secret identity. Mm -hmm. Uh, He's not not even going to agree with, like, the way he just kind of acts as a person. Luke Cage. More black people. More black people. That's all we need. More black people. Jessica Jones. More women. (laughs) <laughs> That's all we need, more women Come on, more black people, you know? more women Bring them uh, Iron Fist, maybe he got dusted <laughs> Maybe, maybe, maybe Shang-Chi comes it. a little bit earlier Right <laughs> But You know, just, just those interactions And, you know the, the, the event And the Avengers was mentioned So much in 
um, that first real season, you know, them calling it the incident and, you know, all the stuff that happened. I could see the defenders not really clicking with the Avengers, especially those like Jessica Jones. I remember in her show, like the people trying to kill her, like, oh, you're one of them. She's like, I don't fucking know this big green dude. And then <laughs> you can meet Professor Hulk. He's like, oh, hey, sorry about that. You know, <laughs> I guess, um, it'd be real cool if I can give, give my dog um, Luke Cage. I'm sure he is inspired from John Henry at some point. Mm-hmm. Let him will Mjolnir. Let that nigga right. be worthy. Right. <laughs> you know right. what I'm saying? He could have been the one holding me on there and, and fighting Thanos. Right. Like, I feel like I'm not going to call it a missed opportunity. The multiverse has opened up. All these characters can show up now, whether in the main MCU timeline or in alternate realities. But yeah. I would definitely like to see them more. Um I wasn't a big fan of Agents of Shield or um, Inhuman. It's, it's just uh, missed, a lot of missed opportunities with those, man. A lot of missed opportunities. Yeah, you got another one, dog? Um, uh, let's see. Let's see. I, I do. I do. Um, what if the Black Widow movie would have came after Civil War? So you're in, you know, so you're bringing in the Taskmaster system. You're bringing in. It did happen War. after Civil War, but like right after Civil War. Like, what if they would have actually like released the movie? Like, what if all of the movies in Phase Four had already happened, basically? So, like, let's say everything had gotten pushed up a little bit. So all the all the Avengers that we have in existence now were like here at the time of Thanos. So it's like that last fight is not like I would have liked to see Thanos's top top generals fight against the Avengers generals, essentially, you know, like with all of the people, all of the shit happening in the back, as opposed to it kind of focusing on just this mass thing happening. Um, I'm trying to think of like movies where like I kind of. I, I guess I'm going with kind of like an anime style thing. I got, I got one. What if Zemo's plan failed? Mm. What if fucking Tony Stark just listened to reason or what if Cap fucking manned up and was like, hey, this is what happened? Because so everyone would have been there? So everyone would have been there because you remember Hope got there. He was like, we got to get the team together. Tony's like, mm. Uh, we're we're not really friends right now, <laughs> bro. You missed a whole lot, man. When Corvus Glavis got there, I don't even know if I'm saying his name right. He got smacked the fuck up because you got to think. Vision I like that one. Like, what if Zemo's plan failed? Yeah, Vision, damn, that would have been yeah. Because then might not have been on the run, you know. Bro, like, the plan would be defeat, protect Vision. After a certain point, you know, it's like. We have the Mind Stone and we have the Time Stone. I'm mm-hmm. Dr. Strange. I'm going to do this, 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 and this. You guys protect Vision. Because if Vision doesn't get stabbed and like lose his powers, we saw what Vision did to Thanos in that episode of What If. Not to say that the same thing is going to happen. The director of that said that this particular Thanos 
was, you know, he was cocky. He walked in there expecting to get the stone and dip. Mm-hmm. And he got he got he got sliced. So our man walk in that bitch with no armor by himself. That was kind of stupid. So our mad titan would be a little bit more cunning to the fact. And if everything else played out except, you know, the Avengers don't split up. You have you have the force. Avengers are like you have Wakanda, you have Shield, (laughs) you have have Asgard. uh, No, Asgard got Asgard got fucked up already. You got new Asgard. At this point, they would have come back. No, they 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 just got fucked up in space. Them boys not ready to fight. So. You would just have more ready. You know what I'm saying? Like, you would have been more prepared. You would have been better prepared to deal with Thanos' threat. Your your team isn't split up. You know, they're not... I don't know how... Yeah, even the Guardians and stuff still shows up because Thor will show up with them. Mm -hmm. So, things still work out. I think um, Gamora, unfortunately, still dies. Yeah, I still feel a lot of that playing out, but but Natasha doesn't. Yeah, and when Thanos gets to Earth, boy, he about to, he about to feel it. <laughs> he, he about to get to work. Right. Especially after what Thor, like, Thor almost beat him by himself at the end of Infinity War. Right with, with Stormbreaker. Now, if he's got T'Challa, Cap, Iron Man, Spider Man, <laughs> like the Hulk, yeah. like because because you got to think like if the, if the Hulk comes back and he's got his whole squad with you, why would he stay away? He's not gonna be afraid of Thanos. Then at this point, it's like nah, the Hulk understood we got back, and y'all niggas broke up, nigga. No, I'm not about to come back and get my ass whooped again for nothing. Right, can't believe me by out there by myself. It's got to be that moment where, you know. And that would be the end. It would be like everybody doing their thing, you know, still Thor, you know, Thor swinging around Mjolnir. And at that point, he's just like, come on, Hulk, what you got for me? And he just pokes up and he runs through that nigga to start waving on him. Then the whole squad jump on Thanos. The next no end game. <laughs> just has to be where, you know, either somewhere in time, Cap has to, because Cap's known about this. Since Winter Soldier. Yeah. He saw the files when he went through all the Hydra shit. At some point, he's got to tell Tony the truth. Or in that moment when they're fighting, Tony has to realize that this is bigger than him. He's got to realize that what Bucky was going through. He's got to go there. He's got to be the one to release them from the raft. Nobody has to be a fugitive. He's got to go to Ross. Fuck you and your Sokovia Accords. We're the Avengers. You're not breaking up this band. On some shit, it would have to be like this. They would just have to be fighting in a different spot. If they were fighting in the same, like, in the same catacombs as where he was, and then, you know, all of this shit happens, Tony blocks the shield, and it hits an old... uh, tape recorder that's just showing all of the testing that they've been doing on this man for years and he's just seeing this man in agony like he really sees oh this this wasn't him 
this was them and we need to fuck up everybody like them together because he's just as much as a victim as I am. Like, that's all it needed to be. And wouldn't that be great? Like, do you think about the end of um, uh, Civil War after T'Challa stops Zemo from killing himself and he's like, you know, my plan's already won or something like that. Or at the end where you see like him telling that to Ross and you see Cap and Iron Man just walk up and be like, no, you didn't. You just made us stronger. And then exactly them for this ultimate fight that they were going to get. You know, it would like, be even better. He's like, you made us stronger. And Bucky walks up with the with the Iron Man arm. Mm. With, the, with the pulser on that bit, that little gun and all the shit. I was like, nah, bro. <laughs> we we really got this shit. Yeah, but that was kind of on fire. Though. That was yeah. That was yeah. <laughs> that was, I mean, he still got to get. They can merge the three. They, they can merge it together. He it could be like the Wakanda arm, but still have the posters alongside with it. Hey, maybe that gets Iron Man and um, T'Challa. Maybe they start working together quick. Exactly. You know. Zemo could have been the savior of the world instead of the one that doomed it. Because Thanos, Thanos didn't. Thanos really lucked out. He attacked when he did. Yeah. So if yeah, if, if the world, if the Avengers weren't in the state that they were in, it would have never worked out that way. It'd been trouble, trouble, absolute trouble. He'd have came down to a bunch of niggas like, "What's up, bro? What you, what, what you want to do?" <laughs> All right. So here's my last one. There are tons of what if scenarios. Tons. Oodles and boodles. Oodles and boodles. I said my last one was, I said I was going to stop with the Iron Man stuff. Uh, it's kind of hard. Like, this man is very integral to the MCU. And I've tried not to include him in on a lot. And this last one not directly affects Iron Man. My last what-if scenario. What if Captain Marvel snapped the gauntlet at the end? Hmm. Like the end of what's on? At the end of Endgame, what if she's the one that made the snap to bring every... to to end everything as opposed to Tony Stark? No. It's been said countless times she is the strongest Avenger. She is supposed to be the most powerful person we've seen. They've demonstrated her strength time and time again. And she got her powers from the from an Infinity Stone, as opposed to Host, who just has his power from gamma radiation. I think if she does that, then she's fine. I honestly think it might have made her stronger. If she I think I want to say I think that makes her stronger. She might <laughs> like stronger if she does it. She, she her, probably take. She's gonna take a little bit of all of those stones, bro. Instead of her taking the gauntlet no. and to like shove it, yo, put that bitch on. Do what Tony did, and the movie's over. Iron Man's still alive. I'm sure there are a bunch of casualties that happened in there that are saved from all the time they was bullshitting. Bruh, I would do it like that. Morgan has a father. And I would have it warp her mind a little bit where she becomes the villain. Why would you ruin a, why would you do that? 
Why, why would I ruin, ruin a good thing? Why would, why, why would you do that? Because, man. Why? No. I just <laughs> said she's the strongest. She got an infinity gauntlet. And I, no. No. She snaps her fingers and take her ass back to space and do whatever the hell she was doing. Nah, I want her to be That's stronger, she, though. If he's a savior, if you go hot, you mute it. You mute it. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realize that. <laughs> Go ahead, say what you were saying. You was muted. Oh no, nah. um, I would want it to do exactly what Thor said. I would want it to call attention to someone, someone greater, and then to be looking at you know her snap and just kind of like watching her on a radar, like a like a Galactus or something. Maybe not even a Galactus. Maybe like a shit like the Shatari Empire or something. The Shatari. Oh, Shatari. Hmm? All right, them was the one that showed up in not the not the Shatari, the Shatar. That's uh, X Men related. Oh, but oh, oh. and the Phoenix the people that like the Phoenix. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I mean Captain Marvel's story goes almost hand in hand with the um, um, X Men when you think about Rogue. Mm-hmm. And Rogue basically, you know, absorbing so much of her power, she gets to keep the flight and the super speed and stuff like that. And I hope that happens somewhere down the line. Um, there, there, there's been talks of uh, her potentially being, I don't know if she's going to be in the Marvels or like that's the Marvels is the movie, right? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if Rogue is going to be in the Marvels. Uh, or Miss Marvel two or whatever they like whatever Captain Marvel's second movie is gonna be, but they're they're I think they're kind of looking for one now. I need I think they need to be uh, I think it needs to be Alexandra Daddario. I think she just fits the role. I don't know what that is though. Uh, Percy Jackson, the girl. Well, what was the the of the main three? Hmm. Uh... I guess it depends on what age they're trying to do and stuff. Well, she's sounding like 28 now. I mean, I guess. Yeah. For what age? I don't that's know. That's a good point, yeah. yeah. But, uh, I don't, it's a good point because that I think that kind of coincides with, you know, what age are they going to do with the X-Men all together? Because are they going to be as young as they were in the first class? They were kind of older when we first saw the X-Men. You know, are we going to get somewhere middle ground? It's, they can, it's, it's kind of all over the place now. Yeah, I mean... Are they gonna be from this universe? Are they gonna be from say, that's a, universe? You know what I'm saying? That part of are the, they gonna be established already for once? Part of the Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness leaks is that they're gonna meet the Illuminati or a version of the Illuminati, and members are gonna include um, Monica Rambeau. Uh, she's on the council. I forgot who else, but yeah, like you said. Uh, Patrick Stewart, Professor X, is also supposed to be on the council. If the uh, leaks are accurate, he dies. So I don't know. Uh, I hope he doesn't, but that's a No, I mean, if, if he does die, though, I mean, it's not like we haven't seen him before. He died in Logan. I mean, I, I feel like that would, if you're going to introduce the X-Men, I feel like Professor X should be there. Yeah, but I, I'm not. I'm not against James McAvoy. You can bring well, him no, back. it's Professor X. 
That's right. what I'm saying. But like, okay. you, know, you you can you can kill you can kill that version in you know him because he's he's met the other one, so you can still keep that in in the situation and just you know him talk about that. Yeah, I get what you're saying. I just don't know if it's gonna be like a version of Charles Xavier. Or yeah, I got you. If they do like an X Men movie, is it gonna be like our Charles is dead, or are they gonna do? A whole nother Charles, and just that one Charles from that one world died. Mm. That's what I'm. That's what I'm getting at. If if they kill Charles Xavier, I don't want that to be the Charles Xavier connected to the X Men that we're going. Oh to. no, no, no! I, I would hope not. Yeah, that's fair. I, I, I no, I hope that's. I hope that's just the Illuminati and that that universe is Charles Xavier. With that being said, what do we? Oh, maybe we'll get Iron Man again. We can get we can get a bunch of people. Uh, there was a also multiverse of madness leak. There's supposed to be a um, uh, god damn, what's his name? Tom Cruise playing a variant of Iron Man, which mm-hmm. is kind of like a callback to when he was supposed to play Iron Man or rumored to be playing Iron Man back in the nineties, early two thousands. Hmm. So, yeah. I'm with it. You know, right? Uh, I don't know if we'll see any of this and what if. I think. If season two does do something, bro, y'all might have to let me got down, put a little razzle dazzle on that. If um, Hulk and Thor joined the Civil War, right? Dance on that one, everybody. Right. That that's, that's, that shit. That shit is nice, yo. I like that one a lot. But what were your favorite episodes? Of what if? What are your what if scenarios you want to see played out in season two? Let us know on social media. Like I said earlier, we're on Instagram, Nerding with Friends One, Twitter, Nerding W Friends, Facebook, Nerding with Friends, YouTube, and wherever podcasts are available. Like, subscribe, rate us, let us know how we're doing. Always love the feedback. Until next time, it's been me, your boy C Roll Money Money. That's C dot R double dollar sign. And me, your boy, Codename Comment. Y'all have a great one. We out, chef. Peace. Peace.